Context. It is the 13th of January, 2024. I am sitting in my kitchen at the island, looking out this big bay window, and I can see that it is an overcast day. The sky is gray, but it seems like a bright day, which is weird. Here's my theory about that. Even though there's the, the sun is being filtered through this cloud cover, the sunlight is hitting the ground, which is covered in very fresh, very white snow because we got a lot of snow over the, the course of yesterday and last night. And that very white, fresh snow is reflecting the light that is coming at it. I think if it was not an overcast day, the light coming off this snow would probably be like intense. <laughs> it would... You'd have to wear some sunglasses is what it would come down to. It would be, you know, just bright. And so, you know, it's a pleasant light. That's really what it is. I like this light. It's a good light coming through the clouds, hitting the white snow, getting a little amplified through that. I think it's good. It's a cold day. Uh, I think that right now I looked at the weather shortly before hitting record it said that the temperature was 24 degrees, but it felt a lot colder than that because there is a wind chill advisory. I think with the wind chill, it feels something like it's like it's, uh, 18 is what I saw, 15, 18, something like that. So it feels really cold if you're outside. I had to step outside earlier today just for a few moments to grab something that was outside my house. And I felt the wind. It was indeed cold. I felt it. I didn't like it. I was happy to be back indoors again a few seconds later when I was back indoors again. That's the kind of day that it is. And I'm sitting here talking into this microphone, making this thing, this audio log. And I think I want to explain it a little bit. I want to say some things about what I think it might be. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I have an idea, a rough idea, and I am going to start making these things and as I make them, you know, that the thing that I, the rough idea that I have, it'll either get more sussed out, more filled in, or it'll change. It's only one way to find out what will happen, and that's to make these things. So uh, I've been thinking a lot about the early days of podcasting. I don't know why I've been thinking about this so much, but I have. I have been nostalgic for the early days of podcasting. I've been longing 
for that. And, and not only that, the, the early days of podcasting and the early days of blogging as well. Those are the things that I've been thinking about nostalgic for. And it's been weird, you know, like anybody, I can get a prang of nostalgia every now and then. Like if I hear a song from an early period in my life, it might hit, I might feel that nostalgic feeling or if I come across an object or I see a person who I haven't seen in a long time, so on and so on and et cetera, et cetera. You get it. And that's not, I don't think that's what's happening here. I, I'm thinking about it and I can't remember any specific trigger for this nostalgic feeling. Maybe it's there and I just don't remember it, but I don't remember it. Nonetheless, I have been feeling extremely nostalgic for this time. And I've been, I've been thinking about this. You know, I'll, I'll be driving somewhere and I'll be thinking about this or I'll be taking a shower and I'll, I'll be thinking about this. Like, what, why am I nostalgic for this time? I'm going to summarize a lot of the thinking to the best of my ability here. So I'm on the internet a decent amount of my, my life now, like so many other people. And the internet today is a certain kind of experience. It's a very different kind of experience than the way I remember being on the internet in the first decade of the new millennium. So we're talking like the year 2000 to 2010, which is the time period that I think of as the early period of blogging and podcasting. I think I started listening to podcasts in the year 2005. So like right in the middle of that decade, but I started reading blogs and commenting on blogs a few years before that. So maybe like 2000. One, two, I think is when I was into blogs. And then through being into blogs, I found out about podcasts and got into podcasts. So I've been thinking about that time. And recap, thinking about that time, comparing it to the way that the internet feels now, very different. The way that the internet feels now is, is very highly commercial, very much filled with a lot of noise that I don't like being exposed to. And back then, the time that I've been nostalgic for, it wasn't like that. It was more, it, it was quainter. It was, it, it had more of like a, a small town feel maybe, as opposed to this sort of like um, megaopolis feel that I think it has today. And I, I really liked that time. I, I know this, like, I like it. I liked it a lot. So I found myself thinking, man, the internet today, I don't like it nearly as much as the internet from back then. Okay, cool. Whatever. Not that interesting a thought, I suppose, on the surface of it. But I got interested in it. And I started to ask myself, think to myself, what was going on then in the past, the year 2000 to about 2010? on the internet that makes me long for that time? What is it that that time had that this time doesn't? What is missing now that maybe wasn't missing then? And I've, I've really pondered this for the past week or two. And these thoughts are extremely disorganized, but I'm just going to kind of lay them out for you. So back then, at the time that I was talking about I was living my life and I had a bunch of different little communities that I was a part of that I would physically take my body to 
so that I could be a part of these communities. There was this Denny's that I would go to and there would always be somebody who I knew and probably wanted to talk to if I waited for a decent amount of time. People could smoke indoors back then and did. This Denny's had two smoking sections. I remember jokingly we referred to one of them as the ghetto and the other as the suburbs. And then there was the non-smoking section that was in between the two smoking sections. I don't know why they did that. That seems kind of odd now as I describe it to you, but that's how it was set up. Anyways, this was a great little community of people. You know, this, there's always somebody who you could talk to at Denny's. Uh, I was working at a call center doing tech support and it was a 24 hour call center. So sometimes my shift would go, you know, till like midnight or something like that. And then I would go to Denny's and so I had the call center people, the nerdy, geeky people from the call center, the techies that I was getting to know there, I had the Denny's people. I, I had the comic book shop that I would go to, the gaming store that I would go to to find a D&D game or the comic store where I'd buy comic books and talk with people about comic books. So I had my, my little communities, but I was limited to the people, those communities, all of them were limited by geography. There was a certain number of people who could participate in these communities and to participate in these communities, they had to live within a reasonable proximity to where these little social hubs happened to be. And that meant I could meet some really interesting people just by going to places and physically being there. And that was great. But then what happened through the internet through blogs at first and then later through podcasts is I discovered that there was other people out there who liked the things that I liked, who were interested in the questions that I was interested in, who had things to say that I wanted to listen to or read. And I would never, ever have met these people. I would never have known they existed if there hadn't been an internet and this person hadn't started a blog or a podcast through those technologies, I was actually able to meet really wonderful, interesting people who enriched my life in some way. That was great. It was really, really wonderful. And, you know, you, on blogs, you'd find a blog that you liked for some reason. You'd read the entries. You'd make comments. Then other people would comment on your comments. And sometimes the person who wrote the original post, the blogger whose blog it was, they would comment on your comments. And you'd get to know each other. Email addresses would be exchanged I, I made friends this way. I got to know people by doing this, which is kind of, it seems maybe commonplace now, but people meet other people on the internet. But back then this was different. It was newer. It was not, I don't know, maybe the back then, if you would have said that you met somebody on the internet, like internet dating, I'll use that as an example. Internet dating back then was something that I would say was looked down upon. I mean, if people were really suspicious of it, they were like, internet dating? What's wrong with you that you got to find somebody on the internet? Like, who needs to do that? That was the the vibe, as I remember it. And of course, today, that is not the vibe. At least, I don't think it is. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I don't think I'm wrong. So, so uh, just a, a different feel here. And it was great. The, I'm getting kind of sidetracked here. Let me pull myself back to the point I'm trying to make or the point I think I am trying to make. At this time, I met really interesting people doing these things called blogs and podcasts. And the people who made those things at that time, it wasn't super easy to make a blog or a podcast. You needed to have some 
level of technical acumen in order to be able to make those things. It's a lot easier today. It got, it got easier a long time ago and it's pretty easy now. This is all I should say too, in case it isn't obvious. This is the, a time on the internet when Facebook didn't exist, when Twitter didn't exist, when Reddit didn't exist. Some things that people use now, none of those were there. And so these were, you can use all those things to, like you can find a subreddit on whatever thing you're interested in. If it's a popular thing or it's some esoteric thing, there'll probably be a subreddit about it. That didn't exist back then. There was Usenet that some people could use to find interested people. And maybe sometime I'll talk about the experience of Usenet, but not today. It was different. It was a different time. But these these folks were, were making these things. They had to have some level of technical sophistication in order to make them. And I started making my own podcast. I started making my own blog after a while, after I figured out how to do it. And I don't know if this is what it was like for other people, but for me, it was this thing where I was like, you know what? I I want to connect with other people not who I probably won't be able to connect with in my geographic area. I want to find more people who are like me or maybe people who aren't like me, but who I have some kind of a, a potential for connection with somehow. And I'm going to do that by taking my thoughts and putting them into words and making them into audio. And I'm going to send it out onto this big thing called the internet. And it, it was like, you know, walking out into this vast space and just being like, hello, and seeing if somebody would hear you and say hello back. And it was great. And that's what I think I'm nostalgic for. I'm nostalgic for that because I just don't, I don't get that today. I don't get that feeling of connection from the internet at all. Really. Maybe I shouldn't say at all. That might be too extreme. I, I just don't really feel it very often. I'll put it that way. And I miss it. I miss that feeling from that time when the internet was this place where people who were kind of weirdos would go and they'd meet other people who were kind of weirdos and they'd start talking. The internet was like, I don't know if this metaphor will work or not. It was like the way it was when you first went to college. You know, you'd, you didn't know anybody. No one knew you. So you're getting a chance to meet people and to present yourself in whatever way you wanted to you, to these new people who had no context of who you were or who you'd been. You could present yourself however you wanted. And everybody who was in that moment felt probably excited and kind of lonely because you didn't know anybody, which was nice because you could reinvent yourself, but lonely because no one knew you and you didn't know anybody. And you could, since everybody was in that kind of position that I don't know anybody here kind of position, I think they were willing to, when they encountered somebody to have a conversation with them. And if that conversation went reasonably well, 
say something like, hey, do you want to be friends? Or do you want to try being friends? See how it works? And people be like, yeah, yeah, let's give that a shot. Let's give that a go. I don't, I don't get that as much now. And I miss it. So anyways, uh, that's sort of point number one. Point number two that I'm going to make here. Like I said a little bit ago, I started listening to podcasts about 2005. There weren't a lot of podcasts at that time. There were a few podcasts that I remember listening to, and I really liked these podcasts. Adam Curry, who was, if you don't know who that is, you can Google him and you'll find out a lot of different stuff. He was one of the early podcast people. He was an MTV, former MTV VJ, so he was kind of famous, and he had a lot of audio equipment. And he was also kind of a techie. And so he took his techie skills, his audiophile skills, and his larger-than-life personality and put them together in such a way that he was able to create a podcast called The Daily Source Code. It's called that because it came out almost daily. And it was this... If You can find it on archive.org if you are interested. It was great. I mean, it it, it was so bizarre. It was just him kind of like talking about what he was up to on a day-to-day basis and pointing people to other things that he thought were interesting and other people who were doing podcasts. And it, it was, I, I really liked that. Then I found this other podcast called In Over Your Head Radio. It was done by this guy named Julian Smith. It was an indie hip-hop podcast. So he found all this independent, non-mainstream hip-hop music, and he would play that. And in between the songs, he would just talk about his opinions on a variety of things. And they were, it was really, the way I remember, I haven't listened to it in a long time, but the way I remember it was being like, I just, this is incredible. And, and I, I emailed Julian Smith, actually talking to him about his podcast. He emailed me back and he was the, one of the reasons I actually started my own. He was like, you should just start your own podcast, man. If you need help starting a podcast, I'll help you. It's kind of hard, but it's not impossible. I'll give you a hand if you need it. And it, it was great. I just I figured out how to make a podcast, and I started making a podcast. It was called Comicology. It was about comic books because that was probably my primary obsession at that point. And uh, I started to meet more podcasters. Eventually, these guys, these Canadian guys, Mark Blevis and Bob Goyach, who were friends, and they lived in Canada. I think Blevis lived in. Ottawa and Goyach lived in Montreal or near Montreal. Bob Goyach has since passed away, which is, every time I think about the world, I think that Bob Goyach not being in it, I that makes me sad because Bob Goyach was this incredibly wonderful person in, for, in, in every way, really. He was, he was great. And one day I'll probably just, if I keep doing these things, I'll probably just talk about, do one where I talk about Bob Goyach because I miss him. I mean, I do. Whenever I talk about podcasting, I think about Bob, and I and I, I wish that he was still alive. Every time. But anyways, that's maybe another day. I'll, I'll get into that. That's that's deep. That's heavy stuff. So there, they, those guys, Bob Goyach and Mark Blevis, they made this conference called Podcasters Across Borders, PAB for short. I went to those. I met more people. It was it was wonderful, man. This time this time was so cool. And I miss it. I really, really do. I know I've said that. Maybe you're sick of listening to me say that, but I, I don't know. If you are, you can stop listening anytime. <laughs> this is a free podcast, free audio log thing that I'm making. 
And I, again, I, I was thinking about those, that stuff in particular. I was thinking, okay, so what is it about podcast today compared to podcast then? What is it that the podcast then had that the podcast now don't have? What is it that's missing? And I couldn't quite put my finger on precisely what it was, but generally I would say it's style. It's the style of a podcast that's different today. Today, podcasts are more slick. Uh, they're more, there's a lot of like really big NPR does everything as a podcast. You know, Politico does things as a podcast. CNN, these big media conglomerates are making podcasts. Uh, and then other people are making podcasts and their podcasts are very focused on how to, you know, maximize your efficiency and productivity and make your body and your mind awesome in six different ways and stuff, which is different because the podcast that I'm missing, the ones that I am pining for, there were people being like, I, I'm going to do this thing. <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm going to do exactly, but we're going to see and it's going to be, in, it was, it was relaxed. It was informal maybe. And it, maybe people didn't see it this way at the time. But I think it was an attempt to create connections. And that's what I'm missing. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make, I don't know how many podcasts that I'm going to call audio logs. And I'm going to put them somewhere on the internet. I don't know if I'll publicize them a whole lot. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. We'll see. And these are going to be low friction I'm going to use a microphone. I'm going to talk into it. I'm not going to do a lot of editing and mixing and stuff. I don't want them to be something which is a chore or that's difficult for me to do or that takes a huge amount of time and energy from me. I want them to be easy. I want them to be fun for me. And my hope is, my desire is, that if they're interesting and fun for me, maybe whoever hears them you'll find something interesting or fun about them too. I'd like that. And uh, that's it. Well, this ended up being a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to talk for like five minutes and now we're like over close to 22. Weird how that happened. All right, that's it. I'm going to be done here. And maybe I'll talk to you again at some point. Maybe not. We'll see. Either way, take care.